0: And he's like tentatively watching curling. And I'm like, Pop, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, fucking watching the Olympics. Don't you watch the Olympics? The fucking, like, the Chinese are yeah. killing us in curling.
1: I'm like, what are, you, yeah, yes.
0: wait a what are you talking about?
1: <laughs> the, the funniest thing in, in my lifetime I can remember is uh, multiple times when the Olympics was on when I was a kid, my granddad would watch it is, uh, whenever the boxing would come on. And he'd just rip these guys apart. He wouldn't care where they were from. Just like these. For, like,
0: for those of you, for those of you uneducated in uh, Warren's grandfather was a bare knuckle boxer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he'd just be like, he's like, no, this, this is just games. This is." He's like, "This is this. this is ridiculous." He's like, like "He's like, <laughs> he's what just, are they? He's like, so what are they doing?" <laughs> he's just like, as he just really would like vex him. Just like the whole the whole like point fighting thing, you know what right. I mean, like and just, just like they like, really wouldn't be able to handle it, but then, like you'd put on something like the fucking dressage and the horses, and all of a sudden, like my granddad's telling me all this shit about horses, and you're just like, wait a like, minute, you don't even you don't even have a horse, <laughs> like how do you know <laughs> all of this like I'd love to do a podcast that was just stories, because 'cause I've got some fucking. Good. Uh, story. Well, if, you, if
0: you wanna hear if you wanna hear Warren and I get uh get a little a little sh- a little shitty and talk about crazy stuff that we yeah. got ourselves into, then let us know. We'll release bonus episodes.
1: For but, sure. Uh, or we'll do like the half hour. Yeah, do
0: like a, yeah. Like we'll, we'll
1: do like we'll do like we'll do the Bill Burr formula where we just like end the podcast after 30 <coughs> minutes of just bullshit. We'll just bullshit. Exactly. But no, hey, man. man, like people, people are probably listening to that. Be like, what are you talking about? Like this guy's always drinking every time. It's like, no, this it's is verbal sense. lubricant for this. Like,
0: <laughs> oh, that's I a mean, part. It's, it's, it's you. Just named the episode. Um, <laughs> if you've made it this far, this is kind of a moniker. This is, this is our thing. Um, it's, it, it varies how long we talk before we actually start the episode. But it's fine. You know, some people like it, I'm assuming that's why you guys listen. Some people don't. It's okay. Uh but this is another episode of Movie Sherpas with me, Jason, and my buddy Warren. If this is your first time, stop my ninjas and go to the first one, just so you can get a feel of what you're getting yourself into. Um don't start in spooky season, for God's sake! Especially with last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll never
1: watch anything. That never
0: watch anything that we recommend ever. But yes, we uh, we're here to guide you through your streaming services, recommend some movies for you, let you know about stuff that you might have looked over.
1: I, I got to be honest, uh, off the bat here, since we're continuing spooky season, I didn't mention it last time, but um, for anybody like, not that there isn't good. Movies out there on other services, but like a lot of the ones that I'm recommending are just like ones are, are like horror movies that I feel like fit this in between bracket of like people don't know it, but it's really good. And most of them happen to be on Amazon. Um, so yeah, um, just right off the bat, like I just want to be upfront with that because I, you know. I know what it's like when the only streaming service you have is Netflix, and people keep recommending shit. You're like, for fuck's sake! Like, you know what I mean? Like, right? Trust me, I've I've searched the same title on Netflix multiple times back to back. Like, it has to be here. It says it's here online. Why isn't it here? It's just like, get that VPN, though, son. Yes,
0: right. exactly. Because it's it the, again. If there's uh, if there's some some companies out there that would like to uh, like to have their 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 VPN or any or anything related to streaming uh, to be affiliated with, we would love to hear from you.
1: That's it. 100%. But for all you degenerates out there who are really foolish enough to think that there's a operation out there that will commercially sell you online anonymity to search whatever the fuck your crazy ass is searching for, you best believe that the CIA and the FBI are already – I mean, it's in the title, intelligence agency. Any yes. form of intelligence means information. They're probably behind all this shit. Like, have you ever seen the room At least I was a captain? Oh, we don't keep a log. No, but the FBI does some. So be careful, <laughs> you crazy bitch. Okay, <laughs> like are we go into nuts out there. Only use the VPN
0: to watch television shows that have boobs in them. That's what. That's. That's basically why I started with a why, why I started using the VPN because boobs. Yeah. The BBC has boobs.
1: <laughs> dude that's one of the craziest things i i gotta say like you guys are so like advanced in certain areas so i think like marijuana and uh, not, not just marijuana is like recreational but like marijuana for like like if you've got cancer dude that dude gets a blunt like <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about like come on like let's give the guy the a break you know so, so, like, no, but you know, it has legit, like, CBD has been proven to have all this stuff. Not just that, like, gun laws and home, like, protection laws. Because, like, for me, like, I always talk about this. But the reason I talk about this because, like, where I'm from, the law, like, if the police were to get involved, if someone came into my house, my only thing to do, legally, is to leave my own house. If anything's to happen to this person, I'm completely liable for it. It's like we're, you know, it's like I'm assaulting him, <laughs> you know, like so. So it, it's really fucked up. So like being over here, like there's a lot of things you guys afford for, but man, trying to watch like a good movie over here, like uh, if it comes on TV, I'm like, oh, they got fucking old school on. This is gonna be funny. It's like no, because they cut all the funny shit out. Yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. Like, all, all the same shit's
0: cut. Get you know sent to the the. And I don't know if you want watch
1: old school without the funny shit in it. But it's a really sad movie. (laughs) And and it's like
0: and honestly it's like twenty-five minutes. (laughs) If you cut out all the shit. This
1: guy and his wife cheats on him and then he has to go back to school. (laughs) Like that sucks. (laughs) Like you know, and then Will Farrell's in it and he drives a car for four minutes and that's it. (laughs) But like you know a bit of white snake and that's it but like you watch that movie it doesn't do the movies any justice right it's just like why did you even pay for this movie yeah, like, so i'm just asking the networks like what did, what are you doing
0: that's and that's, why, that's your, why your streaming services are very very important that's why we're here exactly and that's a perfect segue into the film that we're going to be talking about in this episode called the cleansing hour now
1: first off i yeah. want to say I fucking love the premise.
0: Oh, yeah. No, like, this is, this is one of the
1: movies, me and the missus will sit and we'll pull up 20 horror films and then we'll dissect them. Are we going to watch this? Are we going to enjoy this? And this is one of those ones that's kind of special in a way where like, when you read that premise and you look at the trailer and you watch the quality that they're bringing out you're just like, yeah, no, this is the one. Yeah. It just, you know what I mean? Like, It just has that, It's at that level where you know when you watch the trailer, you're like, this is going to be good, right? Like, we're not saying, hey, it's not like with most of these films. It's not like we're saying, oh, this is so good. It's going to change everything. No, like, that's that's the bar you're going into. (laughs) Like, you're going to be disappointed. But, like, you know, if you've watched enough horror films, you get to that point where you get kind of burnt out and you're just scanning through like when, when me and the missus pick a movie we've got like 20 options we'll go through we'll find a fucking chunk of movies and we'll go through them We're like, okay trailer let's go through them see what was good and, and there's just something you can access which isn't like a thing that i could describe but you just see it you know like a quality to the film right like is it well is it well made does it have a premise that interests me? And this movie for me, like straight off the bat, I was just like, yeah, I'm so in for that. That sounds like a good time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, it's, it quite, it's the, the cleansing hour, the cleansing hour basically is, uh, it, it takes advantage. It takes advantage of, uh, of streaming culture. It's about, uh, a couple it's a, it's about, fake exorcisms and then yeah one of them ends up being real and uh it's a, it's directed by <clears throat> it's directed by Damien Levesque who this is from what my from the research that I could do on him uh this is like his first feature film this is this used this uh this was released as a short back in 2016 but then made into a full-length movie for uh that came out in 2019 and uh, it's it's a, it's just a it's such a smart, quick, uh, right, the, the, very the... Uh, very very in trendy premise. And right off the bat, when you say those words, it's like uh, maybe this isn't going to be. Yeah. so great. I,
1: I think if you listen to the last episode, you heard our thoughts on those type of films, like it kind of makes more sense that we, we would choose something like this and, and what that means for this choice in film. But like, right. no, you're exactly right there. Like all those things fit it. It is trendy. It is in with that. Um, it's in that kind of, it's under that microscope of horror films right now. Right. right. But we're yeah. still very much focused on this paranormal focus of, of like, this is what's hitting, this is what people want, but it's like, it's done in a in a format that kind of like nods to these kind of more realistic found footage type thing you know what i mean like it yeah. nods to this like more real world application and um i i, I personally love that it starts on a lie right yes, because like one of one of the one of the more uh, the, the 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 kind of line i draw with it is if you ever watch like the last exorcism mm-hmm it kind of, for me, it, it's kind of like a blurred line with that, right? Where that guy's performing fake exorcisms right. and shit. And yes. like, he doesn't really and like, and what a great film that turned out to be, right? Like where he's, and, and no, it's it's the same thing. It just ticks those boxes and it's not enough. That's not enough on its own, but it's just well produced, right? It's a good looking film. It's filmed. Well, the quality of the film is like crystal clear. It's very high production value from the just the look of the shots, you know. Like it just has this look to it where you're like, "This is a legitimate movie. It's not like some dudes in their basement shooting a fucking the <laughs> right. next Friday the thirteenth or something." You know? No,
0: there's there's a especially when especially when like uh, with with the technology and everything that that's being used, the streaming. How obsessed, you know, the main character Max is on on numbers, and just like oh yeah. that that blue check mark. He even says it. He's like, "I am nobody until I get that blue check mark next to my name." It, it, it plays dude, on a lot I mean, of these current. Yeah. emotions. It, it's, it's not really so brutal.
1: much. It's not so much like just the horror uh, elements that he points on. Like that's very much like um. I'm sorry, my phone's going. Those movies. Oh, it, it's kind of like one of those hostage movies, kind of like Phone Booth.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? dude, Yeah, get out of my head, man. I was going to <laughs> I, mean? I was going to concur exactly to that. Yes, 100 Yeah, where,
1: where he's kind of like being blackmailed or like forced to perform to this unknowing audience that don't yeah. know what we know.
0: Mhm. Exactly. And, uh, and that's, that was and, and
1: it, Yeah, it, it's such a cool premise to mix 'Cause that's where we're at now. Like this prim- the the this genre has been so oversaturated with shit, to be quite frank. Like yeah. with, with- You know, like, people who don't have the means using horrible effects or, you know, like, oh, through the whole movie, a fucking cupboard opened and that was, like, the highlight of the film. It's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. Like, I love paranormal films and don't get me wrong, if you're a great filmmaker you could make a cupboard door opening the most scary thing in your film but it comes with work. You can't just tie string to a door and open it and think that you've got a film there. You just can't, right? Like, and... With this film, what it does is it mixes a compelling genre, right? Like, it, it mixes this com- this really compelling and, uh, th- like, driving story in there where you're, like, again, it adds stakes, right? Because that's right. what story's all about. Like, what's the stakes? And here it is. And it's a hostage film, really. Right? It's cool, right?
0: Yeah. And, and as, you know, that's the fact the fact that they've and and also I am I'm in love with movies that that play out the whole thing in a box it's almost like Me a, too. it's a theater yeah. it's a it's a theater piece right it's almost like a it's almost like you're go you you went to the minimalist you know stage theater in your town and this is being put on for you cuz it happens the entire film there are, there are bits and bobs that happen outside, but the entire film happens in their streaming studio. The whole entire yeah. film from beginning to – we even uh,
1: start uh, there. That could get taken for granted too. But like for me, that is just such a flex of good storytelling, right?
0: Absolutely, yes. Because
1: if you're good at storytelling, you don't need to show me everything, right? And, and that's what I loved about films like Phone Booth and – um even like reservoir dogs and stuff like that where we're in this one location and all we ever know of anything outside of it is just anecdotal right right that's right. good that's good storytelling if i can be in in if you can pull me in and make me believe in that shit that's great storytelling and 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 not just that not only is that rare in film but in horror movies that is fucking you're talking about unicorns here you know what i mean like, oh my god it's very very rare to have that type of driving force that this has with that yeah you know, like i said with that hostage-like situation where they kind of flip it on its head and now it's a paranormal story
0: yeah and with it's that a, element yeah it gives it gives a. I think it re- it reinvigorates this whole demonic genre, this whole possession thing, because everybody, yeah. everybody, every like movie about this particular subject matter, they do it <clears throat> where everything is kind of like this old school person in a bed. You know, every single one yeah. of them has. And, and this movie, this movie yeah, yeah. plays on that trope in the begin in the first act, in the first 10 minutes of the movie, it plays on that. And I yeah. think it does it to such a, an amazing degree uh, in, in that first, in that first, you know, 15 minutes that it decouples you from, you know, you, oh, this is like, this is just going to be, this is just going to be fun, this type of thing. And then when we actually get into the meat, the meat and potatoes of the movie, my first thing, my first takeaway from the movie was, holy shit, what an awesome cast. Yeah, all fantastic, all fantastic. Especially, oh my god, especially uh, uh, Alex uh, Alex Angelis, the girl who plays the the possessed girl. Yeah, no, fantastic. Uh, uh, It really is Drew's girlfriend. Yes, Drew's girlfriend, who's played by by Kyle Gallner, who also is a new a fresh face in Hollywood, but. Also has been in, he was in American Sniper. He was in Finest Hours. He was in, uh, yeah. he was in Dear White People. He was on The Outsiders. Like he's a, fr- everybody in this film is like, I know that guy. I know that girl. It's, yeah. a, it's, yeah. it's all of that. And they're all like, fucking fantastic.
1: Super talented. Um, and that's what it takes. That like, you know, like you can pull off a horror movie if you're, if you're very, very smart. And you have a very good idea before you start shooting you can make a horror film without any of that talent but most horror films start with a premise that's pretty weak and starts with a cast that's even weaker and a budget that's weaker than that and then you're just on a losing battle especially when you're introducing like Supernatural elements or any sort of effects as app, and like when you can't even afford a cast, like how are you going to afford to, you, you know? What I mean, so you're already it's an uphill battle all the way, and so like this movie works so well because one of this, like, kind of disappointment right on the out- offset, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Whether
1: like it kind of like a, about the last exorcism, where it's like, oh, that's so interesting, and then it's like, oh, no, none of that's real, we're all playing games, we're all doing, and you're just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I thought, and you know, so like, it's a good kind of disappointment starts with me. I don't mean that in a bad way, but like a lot of films will start where it's like, oh, this isn't real, and then all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, it's real, right? Like, yeah, it's such a good way to approach it.
0: And it's like, um, it's I, I love the I love the fact that I love the fact that this like uh, they had the they had the demon do exactly what you would think the demon would do if 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 faced with that situation you know these guys are faking exorcisms they're you know they're they both the there's an interesting the the interesting backstory with everything as well that they kind of that they play on with you seeing them in you know early seminary school with the whole corporal punishment nearly they they're punished by when they're young, they're punished by their teacher for kneeling on bottle caps and reciting penance. It's like, ah, that's terrible. That's just, ugh. um, that that one flashback sequence. But there's there's a lot of there's a lot of in, there's a lot of little intricate storytelling bits that are wrapped up in a really nice like little package. And I just I was really surp- I was really surprised that. I was really surprised that they showed you so much of what the film was going to be, you know, around the, it's like, yeah. okay, these guys are obviously going to be faced with this, you know, and the, in this setting and they're going to, you know, this, a uh, it's a, you know, it's a buddy story and this one, that one. And then this one, you know, that Max is the, he plays the big one, but he's not really the big one, but like it sort of turns everything like when they get to the, when the bad shit starts happening uh, and and all that, the Max's character, the main character, the main guy, the, the, the priest that does the exorcism and his buddy drew is the guy behind the scenes. That character just, it hit Mac. The the character of Max sort of crumples in front of us. And that's a tough thing to do when, I mean, Ryan Guzman plays him. If you've watched heroes or anything, you know who Ryan Guzman is. Yeah um relatively unknown actor as far as movies go but he's a like a phenomenal it's he plays a phenomenal character he plays the uncaring i think i'm a superstar guy so well and then when the real demon shows up you just see him fall into that character and become really vulnerable really emotional
1: It's, really it's one cool. of those roles in films, like, we talked about other films during our time doing this podcast, where, mm-hmm. like, playing a character like that is really unrewarding, because if you do it well, people don't like you. Exactly. And not not that they don't like you enough to write about it, or say, like, oh, he played this character so well I didn't like, but, like, they literally, you play it so well that you're literally unlikable to where, like, people are like, I'm not even going to...
0: Right, you know, right what I mean, like, yeah.
1: and, and, and there's lots of characters like that within film, right? There's a lot of actors out there who focus on playing solely those type of characters, and they never get the credit for how good they are at playing that role because that role is so unlikable. Yeah, <laughs> that right. everyone's like, "Fuck that guy," <laughs> right? Like, you know what I mean? And it's like, no, I, I agree with you. He's a, he he does it fantastic. Um, the for me it's the setting that sells the movie to
0: oh my God. what that... sold
1: me was the setting that like you said that closed in yeah. interview it's all it is it's like one of those like interview setup type st- it, like in the studio type yeah. movies exactly. and it's mm-hmm. and that supernatural spin with that like hostage situation that high stakes just creates like you're just hooked in from you know hook line and sinker from the beginning exactly. and you're like ah oh, fuck even if it isn't good i'm already in right yeah. <laughs> like I, no I'm it already, really in. It,
0: like if you're if if you're prop obsessed and set obsessed and like like i am i uh, it does not it doesn't matter to me right how it won't... and shitty the acting is if the movie looks incredible i will sit there and enjoy it
1: oh. On the practical effects side of things, though, oh, um, dude, this Great would be a, this, this would be a film. This would be a film that, on the face value of watching it, we take in in every movie we take things for granted, right? Mm-hmm. So, in bad movies, that's why bad movies are so jarring because those people, so the people making the movie, can't take things for granted right? The audience can. There's a lot of effort that goes into things that the audience is not going to care about, but they would care about if it wasn't there, Yeah. right? And so you notice that when you watch low budget films, you're like, fuck, this is really jarring. But that set and the color tone and the lighting and just the setup of it Mm -hmm. is so good. For that type of story, the colors, the color palette that they use, everything there—it doesn't sound like much. Like most people watch a horror movie, they're like, "Oh, I, I don't care about that." But you would care about it if it wasn't there. If we were filming this in like a room like this, yeah, you know what I mean, and like a mm-hmm. fucking that like that generic commercial palette of just gray blankness, like it's just it doesn't. But that kind of like rich, deep feel that yeah, they give the, uh, to that
0: set. the. The color, the the saturation of the color, like it, the saturation of this particular color palette within the movie, it does. Uh, it's like it brings this, it brings this real modern feel to it. A lot of like, a lot of the horror films that we've seen over the past fifteen years or so, heavy on the contrast, really really stark really stark bright whites really deep deep blacks but this movie's this I movie's think... done in a very low light and it, yeah, it adds it's done to it... this kind of gritty sort of gross feeling to it
1: that's it it has this feeling like a bar right like if you were to film an old traditional bar setting right. like a pub where we don't know if it's night or day outside. Yeah. This is 24 hours a day Mm -hmm. look, right? It could be any time of day. It would still look the same in there. And that's what I love about it, because there's, like, these deep, dark corners of it. There's these, like, rich... Colors uh, like deep, dark colors, and then like the light, like it just it just works really well. And it's like, you know, making a film like this. If you were to write a script like this with a couple of friends in media school, be like, let's film this, and then you'd film it in like his kitchen. It's not gonna be the same. Like set is so important. Yeah, in a, right? and In a, and a movie you can like that. that,
0: yeah, absolutely. And
1: the detail and time that probably went into oh. that. Because it's a huge set too, right? Like, so that's the film. Oh, yeah, it's literally a giant it's filmed, expanse. It's filmed, like, on a set, right? Because mm-hmm. they they have cameras. But, like, the actual set, set that they're pretending to film within, it's, dude, it, it's impressive. It is. It, it, and without that, I don't know if it has the same feel or result, right? Like, because if this was filmed, like... Um, I don't know what's a good example. I don't really want to shit on anybody, but like, you know, if, if this was filmed like very... Uh,
0: well, if this was, if they tried deeply. to film, if they tried to film, the, if they tried to make this look like a found footage film.
1: Yeah, it would look bad. Yeah. It would
0: look, it would be, well, it, it would it would look bad, but it would be campy. It would be like, oh, this is a this is a leaked live stream from a real exorcism. Oh, like that, but no, they kind of, they kind of ripped the veil down right in the beginning of the, of the movie when, you know, that's not a spoiler or anything. You find out five minutes into the movie, this is all bullshit. You know, these guys made this, made this streaming channel where they do live exorcisms and there's a whole special effects crew and whole city, all that, all these guys doing it for them. And if you, If you try to, if you, if they did that and then filmed everything like it was on somebody's iPhone, they'd be like, this is fucking stupid. Like, this is like, why, why, why tell us it's fake and then try to film it like it's real. You know, so like they, they, they keep this, they keep this wall up. That's, that's like throughout the whole movie, you're kind of thinking like the audience is thinking like oh they're telling us that this is that this isn't real the demon is making them say this isn't real well what if that's like what if that's part of the show what if this really like you know they're they're just making this up this whole thing but what if they're really not like the, there's this whole thing that goes yeah. on with the and you see it in the comments when they you know tell when they're like the demon is polling the audience what they would like to do uh and i will i I'm, we're going to talk about it but How much fucking fun did Alex Angelis have sitting in that chair being that demon? For sure, man. That's
1: so cool. That's like Like one of those things that everybody, I feel like, who has any sort of interest in that type of stuff, like, oh my god, like... You know, very few people think about, like, I don't know, maybe maybe more people do, I don't know, it might just be weird, but, like, very few people look at, like, heroic movies and think, like, oh, imagine being that guy, but, like, watching, like, movies like this, be like, imagine being that guy, like, you know what yeah, I mean? It's like, like, you know... And, bad guys are just so cool, yeah. like, they just are. Absolutely. I, uh, can we Absolutely. Pause, pause here for yep. a second while we mm-hmm. come to a because I'm gonna piss all over the carpet, like, uh... <laughs> I'll come like back you, in and like a fucking uh, nighty, like in the Exorcist and watch you, you guys. On the <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to spooky season. <laughs> like, oh, like, I'll be right back.
0: How much fucking fun did.
1: Oh, dude, that's a great way to put it. Have that's a great you way can, to put the whole movie. You can
0: see back. it. Like, yes, everybody seemed to have a How great much...
1: time but but how much fun is this movie like how the premise of the movie before you even watched it you know you're in for a fun time right yeah, like exactly. it's one of those horror movies right when in contrast to the last movie we made you watch if you did watch it i mean we apologize if you're upset about it but like that's horror like but like this is like one of those horrors that's like engaging but fun right like yeah, in that way where it's like fun we kind of know what we're in store for but we extend reality to be like, you know, you know, like it, it just, uh, yeah,
0: it's here. There's a there's
1: it's ref- there's something refreshing about it as right. well,
0: exactly. And 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 we always have, you know, we I discussed them in the last episode with my two things that I, you know, that that I hope a horror movie follows. I always hope that they don't show you absolutely everything, that they let your mind kind of kind of give it you know let your mind develop and that they root it in in the present and they root it in reality some way and you know as as much as as much as i have no fucking idea whether or not people get possessed by demons or anything i know for a fact that you can find some fucked up shit on the internet and
1: that's true and
0: i really i really enjoyed this kind of Cause you see these channels everywhere, right? They're like paranormal this, the paranormal that. And Zach Baggins started this whole thing with. I mean, it's whatever. To it Zach, he's done. His, he's done great things for, you know, for himself and for horror in general. He's done really great well, things. But I after yeah. the whole that whole that whole thing happened, there's all of these like we have the most compelling evidence and blah 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 and we have this we have that and then you find out that a lot of it is staged and fake and you uh, and i always thought this i always thought this it's like what if one of those productions went into a place, they were like, all right, we're just going to rig this place up and it's going to look like bad shit's happening, but it's really not. We got all these gags prepped and we're going to film this. What if they went in there and they actually ran into something that was dark and evil and demonic and all it wanted to do was possess them or kill them? How would that go down?
1: Well, the the great thing about that premise is... That no, it, it, it goes back to that ultimate thing. Like it, it would debunk the whole reason why they were filming it, which is yeah. like, we're filming it so we have evidence. But when you've set something up like that up, if something was to occur, no one's going to believe you. Mm-hmm. Just like if you sighted a UFO or something, because they're going to be like, oh, but they set this up and this up, and we found all these things in the place that they'd set up to go off. Yep. So no one would believe you if you actually did witness something. So So that's like, again, like, I mean, that's a huge part of horror in in this genre, paranormal, that gets overlooked by a lot of people making these paranormal movies. Is that like a huge part of it is that UFO type? It's the only way that I describe it in like a modern way. Is that like it's just like that? Like you could see, you could go out in the fucking desert here, and let's like, say you do see something. No one's gonna believe you
0: yeah exactly it doesn't
1: matter what you saw it or not and and you know I mean and even more, imagine if you went to uh you know you set up a house rigged with traps and tricks and all this stuff, and then you tried telling people like, Oh, but this really happened on top of all these lies we tried to tell like mm-hmm. no one to believe you, and that's what's really clever and scary about it, especially when we're looking through the eyes of those people, right, yeah, you have this kind of like uh, agenda that backfires. Um, it's one of those things I always fucking hated about those paranormal shows. Is these people that are just like we're ghost hunters and they film these really cool like intros and then they go somewhere and then if some any noise happens, they're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> get out of here!" Get out. Yeah, it's like, exactly. <laughs> like, like it's like if anyone's here, make a noise, and then they make a noise like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like <laughs> get the fuck out of here. And you're just like. What the fuck? Like, you open this show saying you're professional ghost hunters. And, like, anytime anything actually happens, you run away from it all the time. Like, and and that's just one thing that always irked me. But, like, that's why I love these type of premises. Same with, like, The Last Exorcism. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's that same premise, right? It's, like, this lie. Instead of, like, a truth built on a lie, it's, it's, it's a lie with some truth in it that no one will ever believe because there's right. so many lies before the truth shows itself. You know what I mean? Like, um, and I, I, I don't know. I think that everyone has that like internal experience of that, even on a minor level, right. It's that boy that cried wolf. Mm-hmm. Thing. Like, there's a reason that's a famous folk tale Cause even on any level of your life, you've kind of had a moment where you've been like, Oh my god! This and then like no, because you did this thing and that happened, and I don't believe. You know, I mean, we've yeah. all been we've all told somebody something that's true that they wouldn't believe because of our previous behavior or something. You know, what exactly. I mean, it's just like. Oh. And
0: this this movie this movie plays on that very well. Uh, it it kind of it lets you it lets you in on it lets you in on the big. You know the big secret. Yeah, was, we're faking this for the followers and everything, and then they run into a real demon, and there's like I love
1: the demon. Like I, I, I want to. It although it's one actor, yeah, doing that, it's still like a separate character, mm-hmm. and I just love the like nature of it.
0: Yeah, especially when it's she got, like comes in and out of in and out of the the demon. Yeah, uh, which you know they did they did obviously they did voiceovers and redubbed it and all that kind of stuff, but... When she, there's bits and bobs where she comes in and out of playing the demon, and then it, you know, it recedes back and she comes forward and she's scared and terrified and everything. And then that recedes back and the demon comes back out.
1: It's just that, like, in a lot of films, like, a demon is just a voice or it says something scary and everyone screams and shits their pants. But in this film, it gets a chance to kind of like develop, like, where we get to know it as a character. Mm hmm. You know, I mean, like we get to know
0: what it's not the it's it's not the and the cool I think the cool style, the stylized thing that they that they did and they pulled off. Well, there are other movies that have done it, but haven't didn't pull it off as well as uh, as this movie did was the fact that they kind of made they kind of made the demon. You know, he says that at one point the demon says, I was there when God wrote the law, blah, blah, blah but you kind of like they play the demon as like a a newer younger like i'm going to go prove that this is some real shit demon and you fuckers shouldn't be messing around with all this stuff because you guys have no idea the level of evil that you're messing around with like this uh, this whole thing sort of develops and comes out where it's like
1: yeah you know? it, 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 it's like a, it, it's because it echoes real life in a way right so like if you remove the paranormal aspect of it what it is it's like a group of people online who are pushing an agenda yeah. that god triumphs over all evil and then finally some real evils there I like yeah well then try and fucking stop this thing you know what yeah, I mean exactly. it's like it's something that happens within like news circles and stuff like that all the time Right, but like applied to this plot Mm -hmm. is really compelling and like it's it's, very interesting. Yeah, it's 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 yeah,
0: even at one point, even the demon even says, If you mess with the bull, uh, mess with the bull, eventually you get the horns. Yeah, and I thought that was so like because usually it's like someone, like they're, they're just doing this writhing and moaning and talking in a really deep, deep voice.
1: Yeah, and this is kind of well, like you, get you know the, the Emily Rose shit, where it's like I am legion. Yeah, and it's, it's like, like it's know, like, you know, that. like and, I mean,
0: what, and where they basically like a, declare
1: that they're the devil themselves. Whereas I always preferred when it was like ambiguous.
0: Yeah, exactly, and that's you know, like, and that and that plays towards that plays towards exorcism as a religious practice. It's that a, it's that a, there are these real rights of exorcism for specific demons and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, ask getting the demons name, all those types of things, all the, all the, all the possession movie tropes, they're all yeah. in this movie. And it's, it's pretty, it, it's pretty cool that, uh, it got a, you know, a, a technological jump. We're always used to seeing like the old guard go in and like, especially like my favorite, yeah. My favorite possession movie that's come out in the last fifteen years is *The Right* with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, no, Anthony
1: Hopkins. That was a that was a movie though. Like that, yeah. I, I watched that going in for a horror film, but it was a move. It was right. like a movie. Yeah, no,
0: right? exactly. Like it was exactly. Um, it, was a, it was
1: it was really well made. The story was again like the ambiguous and and. It, it, it was a well-made mm-hmm. movie, um, and, and Anthony Hopkins. Um, one sure. of the uh, to, just to <laughs> to talk about Anthony Hopkins for a second here, um, I can't watch like Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal, or any of those because like I always feel like of all the franchises that they made with like seven films in. How that motherfucker got two movies? I don't fucking know because he's such an interesting character. That like when we end on that thing, it's like I want to see more of him.
0: Right? No, that's so.
1: He's so interesting, and and again, Anthony Holmes is a tremendous actor, and he's so good at it that it's like I would watch ten of these, like just. Give me more of this yeah. guy. Like he's so evil, so terrifying, but so interesting. And and that's where Anthony. That's how you tell the mark of a good actor, right? Because people are like, oh, that's not. That's kind of unrealistic. This is a crazy. book but, but that's the same thing. with like Ted Bundy, the Night Stalker, and shit like that. People are still go online. Mm-hmm. Today there was a hundred posts about the Night Stalker. Oh yeah, on some website. Probably thing, within right? the last
0: and, ten hours.
1: Bro, for sure for sure people are fascinated by it and and that just shows you how good he is at that because he almost encapsulates that real world fascination within his character right well like when you're talking to him he's very like it's kind of like that bundy thing i was telling you about where like in those interview scenes you're like wow there's this fascination within that film i get with anthony hopkins as hannibal lecter where he's just fascinating. He's so intelligent.
0: It's like looking um, at a... He's
1: got, he's got so much to say, you're just like, wow, this is amazing. But it's almost like... And the, and the only thing I can liken it to is like, um, when I lived in Columbus, we used to go to the zoo a lot.
0: Dude, I was and, just uh, going to say that. <laughs>
1: we, uh, we would go and look like the bears and shit like that. Now, the bears would be something different for me. Um, watching a brown bear be like two inches away from you walking in front of the glass and seeing the size of just its head. Yes. Um, my missus was laughing at me. I'd never seen an animal like that in my life. Uh, not in that close quarters, but my heart stopped.
0: You told me like it. you turned the corner and there it was.
1: It was just there. And I just froze and my missus bumped into the back of me and I Freaked out, like, because just this (laughs) internal part of me was just like prepared for death, yeah, right? Like, this super primal part of me was like, Well, this is what you were never meant to see, (laughs) right? Like, yeah, you were never meant to be this close, yeah. To be honest, like, if you were to ever see the sight that I saw in real life. My body was like, yeah, okay, this is about it. Let's pack everything up. Get the <laughs> shut these kidneys down. We don't need them. Like it was shutting up. Everything was shutting up. shop. They were pulling the closers down. me we like, well, this is it. You know, what I mean, it was just like one of those moments. But uh, another, the moment with Hannibal Lecter for me was like when we went in. We were like walking around and we saw like the goats and like all these crazy species of goat and shit running around. And we walked through. And then all of a sudden, I was just looking through this like maybe like 15 to 20 foot pane of like crystal clear glass right into this like really long fern and all these trees hanging around I'm just like what the fuck's in here there's no posters up or anything and then I just saw this tiger walk through the fern directly towards me and its eyes even before it was fully through, it would just fix on me. Like it saw me long before I saw it, and just looking into its eyes, and you're just like, "Wow, yeah, it's so fascinating, it's so encapsulating." You're just looking, and just like, "Whoa!" And then I realize, like, I'd be dead,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's how they get you. Yep, that's how those predators get you because you're looking at like that's so the way they move, the way that like their eyes are just piercing on yours. And it's not in like a they're not super aggressive, but it's just like, dude, I'd be dead. I'd yeah. be fucking dead right now. That's how they get you is that moment of pause. And that's the same thing that Anthony Hopkins encapsulates within Hannibal and shit like that is that he's so engaging and so like interesting. You're just like leaning in. Yep. And exactly. that's when he gets you, right? Like,
0: and and that's kind of, it's interesting. It's interesting that you, that you kind of uh... – you you mention you mention that and the the fact that this movie kind of plays in uh, to our uh, the, the the human condition to the human condition to seek out the things that we're not necessarily supposed to or prepared to or preconditioned to see. You know, exorcisms are done behind closed doors. The only person that sees the exorcism is the person possessed and the exorcist. That's it. That's all that's in there. Yeah. And this movie takes that thing that's very private, very intimate, very intense, very horrifying. Real exorcisms happen every day, whether it's a a valid thing or it's just a, you know, a way to pretend to treat crazy people. I don't know. I have no fucking idea.
1: Seems like a valid way to...
0: I'm not gonna say. I have no idea. Sure. I have. <laughs> I know where you were going. I have. I have no idea. But what, no, I do, no, exactly. but what I do know. What I do know is that if I stumbled upon a Twitch channel that was like live exorcism, I'd click on it and I'd watch it. I would. And there is a twist in this movie that we won't, we won't go. I'll tell you it's there, but you'll have to look for it. Um, That kind of uh, slaps everybody on the wrist for watching, you know? Uh, And that's kind of what would happen. It's just like the tiger thing or the bear thing. It It would be, oh my God, are they really, are they really exercising a real demon holy shit i got to watch this and then by that time it's too fucking late you know yeah like it's i, like, I, I saw this
1: uh, very interesting. i saw this i saw this trailer this week and i for again apologies to whoever made this film cuz i can't remember what it is but it was something called like um trending or something weird like it was some like new tag that they use on shit and um the premise is that there's a guy that they have hostage, and they have a video of him. And if the if that video gets it so is many
0: views, Tricky.
1: if it gets so many views, they'll kill him. And I just turned to the message right away. He you dead already, because people's uh, curiosity for things trumps their care for things. Right. You know, like. Mm-hmm. And so like you'd click on it and be like oh it's already five thousand people like he's already yeah, he's been dead. dead for days <laughs> like you oh, know yeah. what i mean like uh-huh. it would just be one of those because like that curiosity for us is one of the it's one of the reasons why we're so advanced to other species but it could like that's just a yeah, really it's, cool it's... way of, it, of showing how it could be our downfall how like the internet yeah is, kind of cater to humans and the way our minds work right whereas everything else in the world just is as it is
0: yeah i'll right? give you so I'll,
1: I'll,
0: I'll give yeah. you a i'll give you a prime example i'm going to tell the people i'm going to look into my camera too i'm going to tell the people to not go and find the last audio recording of <sighs> grizzly man I'm going to tell you that it's the most horrifyingly desperate, helpless thing that you'll listen to. It's also one of the most disgusting things you'll listen to because you're literally going to listen to a rogue grizzly bear attack and eat two people. I'm going to tell you, don't fucking go listen to it. And I guarantee that Everyone you stuck That you're yeah. not even listening to me anymore, and you've opened up another tab, and you're googling that shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. you are. That's, you're doing that's it, it. You that's are doing it. it.
0: You are absolutely um, and, doing it. You're doing it, and and you well, watched last week's movie. I guarantee you did that. exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, but that is the realism that mm-hmm. this movie builds upon.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It? It's, it's that there are people out there who don't know what they're talking about have no real opinion on it and are just cashing in. There's Mm -hmm. Within every genre of every creative field, there's people doing that. You know? Yeah. And so it's a really cool, like, retrospective on it, really, in that type of sense. Because, like, in in the UK, we had, like, a show called Most Haunted that was started on a Halloween special with a girl called uh, Yvette Fielding who started this whole, like, ghost hunting thing that was like when i was like a baby yeah and um that show became really popular and then you had like ghost hunters and you had these more like modern things on it you know like and people watched them and you can yeah. i i tell my missus all the time she watches this show and i'm just like you know this is bullshit i was like i don't believe this guy for a second it's like one i don't believe uh, one thing i don't believe them when they're super confident going into a place it's like because you wouldn't be because, no. look, I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm a confident guy, right? Like, I, I'm I'm a fairly confident guy. When I, you know, like, me me and the dog, like, the schedule I'm on, like, me and her will go for walks at, like, 3 in the morning around here. I don't, I'm new to the air, I don't know, but, like, I'll walk around. I don't give a shit about nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't care about stuff. Um, but I'm always watching, you know what I mean? Like, I, sure. no one's going to get close to me, but, like, we'll go out for a walk. She's like I don't care about shit like that. But if you put me into a thing, like whether I believe it or not, if you put me into like, so uh, when I was a teenager, we went to this place called Sand Hill in um, Somerset. It's an abandoned uh, prisoner of war camp and then a mental institution that had been abandoned. We used to go there because it was apparently haunted. And um, yeah, all that reason goes out the window. And I don't care who you are your mind starts to doubt you and be like, you can't punch a ghost. <laughs> like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, yes. like what are you going to yeah. do? You know what I mean? And all those doubts start creeping in. And So like, I never believed those ghost hunting teams where they're like super confident because I'm like, oh, they're full of shit. And then I definitely don't believe the ones who are just like, yeah, we're professional ghost hunters. And it's like, bang, like,
0: ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like
1: oh, my God. Exactly. Like, this is your job. Like, do you know what what would happen if like EMTs operated like you did? Oh God! It's like, well, like yeah, you know, we fix hurt people. Like, oh, I'm hurting they're like, oh my God, get away from here!
0: <laughs> like, you know
1: what I mean? So many people would die. It's just like you got to be careful with your label, right? Like mm-hmm. what you're going to call yourself. But no, th- this film is just it's just a fun ride.
0: Yeah, it's, right? a, good, like, it's, it's a good. It's a great solid setup.
1: Yeah, it's a solid setup. It pulls you in. There's enough there to keep you entertained. And, like, just the the journey of it itself from beginning to end is just, like... It's, I, I, like, the worst thing for me is watching a horror movie and at the end being, feeling like my time was wasted. Right. I hate those. Where they, like, some horror movies have, like, a really good beginning. And then they fuck it up. Yeah, right? they, like, they
0: fall apart because they, you know, for one reason or another, they gotta they got wrap it. You gotta... We're getting... We're getting too artsy with this. We're getting blah 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 blah, and they have to somehow put a neat little bow on top of it. When some of the best horror movies in the world, that's an, uh, they're an open box. They don't even they don't even wrap nothing up.
1: Considering we're talking about Amazon um, and we're talking about these type of movies, this is not to do with the movie that we was previously talking about. But um, if you are familiar with Amazon, you are trolling through the uh, paranormal horror lion. There is a series called Bad Ben. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it. No. But um, it's a joke. It's like an inside joke with me and the missus because she watched the first one. And it was fucking horrible. It was just so bad. There's like 13 of these films. Wow. Do you know what the second one's called? What? Badder Ben. <laughs> 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 and, and, and 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 not just that. The sequels get worse and worse names. And to a degree, I kind of love it for that. I've not watched them, but I'm just looking at it, just like okay, I respect that. Like I respect.
0: When 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 I'm when I'm calling it this evening, when I uh, I'll I'll look I'll look that up. I I love that shit. I love schlocky uh, horrible movies and stuff.
1: It's so much fun. Yeah, it's so bad. It's so bad. But like this movie, um, you gotta love those. This movie is phenomenal. are we gonna seamlessly transfer here? We could, we could. Uh,
0: I gotta pee. Like you
1: wouldn't. You pee, it. and then that'll be the that'll be the thing.
0: <laughs> seamlessly transfer. You want to just go right into the Blackwell ghost, or
1: yeah, okay, man? in
0: this episode, or do you want to do? Okay, let's do
1: this. This has been Movie Sharpers.
0: Hang on. I, oh god, I have to hang on. I gotta fart.
1: Hide your wife and children. <laughs>
0: uh go is uh, bottom line go see the clean go see the cleansing hour find Dude, it on Amazon. especially
1: like go i i think it's that. it's one of those films that is like definitely a couples film right like oh, yeah. where it's like enjoy both it of you will get what you want
0: exactly right
1: like both of you get what you want cuz like with me it's like when i'm alone i watch horror films but i watch a different kind of horror film right than, like my missus would want to watch, you know, like whereas like when we watch them together, this is like a perfect little middle ground where it's like, even if you're not a horror film person, this has elements of a good movie.
0: Yeah, removing it's horror got, from it,
1: like it just yeah. has those elements that are needed to pull you in and be like,
0: it has a, it has a great, is it it's it's well, it's a well written premise.
1: The, it, yeah it's the biggest travesty that a film let alone a horror film can cause is at the end of it if you feel like your time was wasted i hate that that really yeah. pisses me off mm-hmm. it really yeah, does super, super. i hate i hate it especially with these like so like I, i'm not sure how many people have done this I made the missus do it the other week we were watch we watched the last conjuring
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i was fuming. I was like, I can't fucking believe it got this bad. Like, this was the most shitty premise ever. The story was horrible. she was like, no nah, well, it's you know, the first one. I was like, the first one. I was like, the first one's a fucking masterpiece. Truly. I was like, the tone and the color and everything of the first one is a legitimate, not just the horror movie, but a good movie. Right? And that's when you know you've made a good horror movie. When people who don't like horror movies come watch it and be like, that was good, mm-hmm. right? That last Conjuring was dog shit. I'm sorry. Like, the nun, like, that was like someone took a shit on my face. Like, <laughs> it was it was really bad. I don't know how you take a character as terrifying as that and not make a scary film. I don't understand. Now, because she's one of the most scary visual characters I've oh my seen God, yeah. since my childhood. Yeah. Like, the first time I saw Absolutely. her in the second conjuring uh-huh. when they featured it i was just like dude that's the most scary part of this whole fucking movie and then they were like hmm let's take this character that was like so out of place in a suburban setting like you know like a nun walking down your fucking hallway in your house yeah. and let's take her to a place where nuns aren't out of place and it was just like <laughs> no like that you've you've completely fucking 360'd on yourself and forgotten why she's scary in the first place, right? And so you take to a place where there's nuns everywhere. So now she isn't scary, is she? She's the norm, right? Like like she's, it's it's like she's it's, one it's, of
0: the numerous nuns.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So like anyway, so we rewatched the first conjuring. Oh, my god, like even I held it in high regard, but like rewatching it in comparison to that, and you're just like, dude, James Wan just has this trend and like dude money talks and and i can't blame the guy dude like if you were like hey can we make another one of these i'm like sure just put it all in this wheelbarrow and i'll take it up to my house like you know what <laughs> i mean like dude, i'm not hating on the guy but at the same time like creatively it's just like um you know I- i'm just looking at this and i'm just like dude you made like the mona lisa of like modern paranormal horror films mm-hmm. Right, where it's like the fir- like The Conjuring, uh, Over Insidious, Sinister, all those modern ones. The first Conjuring is so overshadowed by that franchise that followed it. And it's just like what you did. It would be like if like Da Vinci did Mona Lisa, and he was like, "Yeah, but what if I drew like the set, uh, the second Mona Lisa, but with, like really big tits?" <laughs> right, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like that's what it is. That's what like horror movie franchises are. like right. they're like. Would it be more scary if like what if I drew like a big dick in our mouth? Right? Like (laughs) you know what I mean? And it's just like it's just like it doesn't make it any better though, you know what I mean? Because the original is just actually art. Right. You know, and the rest of them is just like caricature Mm -hmm. additions to an already established thing that you have. And it 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 just is so annoying because like honestly, like if you get a chance, I think it's on Netflix even. But like, if you get a chance, obviously you've already seen it. But like, rewatch it and then try and figure out in your head how the fuck did we end up here? Because it's such a good movie. It right. is. A no, it
0: is. Movie. I've seen yeah. the Conjuring. I've seen the Conjuring several times, and it is one of the Dude, most genuinely I love original the, and the, terrifying paranormal movies. Yeah,
1: like the color scale to mm-hmm. it, and everything about it is like it reminded me of like the. You know, they did those sequels to Amateurville. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it was like Amateurville Free. And there's like a different But like, even them, like, they're tropish and shit. But like, there was still anything with Amateurville attached to it. Still was like approached with a level of professionalism. Right. And just that wash of the colors being like washed out and like just feeling like helpless because of that there's a
0: lot of things a lot of things that good that a good color tone not so much a vibrance but a good muted tone of color does to a movie it makes it feel more real it makes it feel more visceral it makes it it flattens it out right so it yeah all these scary things that are far away from you when the movie's got this kind of muted tone, it brings everything to the forefront.
1: Well, it's, it's also closer to like what your actual eyes see. Right. Though. You know what I mean? Like, cause like, if you ever walk through a place that looks kind of creepy, it's like, I, cause I, I noticed this, I don't know if this is a thing where everyone, but like, I noticed this when I was a kid. It's like, like, if I close one of my eyes, I can see more colorful and shit like that. But if I do through the other one, everything's a little bit dull. You know what I mean? Like the colours are just a little bit washed out and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like there's this it, there's this balance between your sure. view mm-hmm. that is like between the two eyes, coerced and thingy. So like when we film through a camera where we're filming through one eye,
0: Right. you can no, end up that's, with some yeah, really that's interesting
1: You end up with some really disingenuous colouring on shit. So with some films it works great. If you're just talking about children's films, family films, comedy films being more vibrant and more full of life and, and you know i mean yeah. having those contrasts and stuff like that it is is really great but with horror films there's just like this deep in your gut feeling when you watch it go from daytime where so so like horror movies like nightmare on elm street did that really well where the daytimes was beautiful and vibrant but when night came the colors all kind of yep, washed the colors away. Colors flattened,
0: and everything became black. You, yeah,
1: you could just feel it in your gut. Just like this isn't good. This is horrible. Why am I watching this? <laughs> like, you know. And, and
0: this this movie does uh, this movie takes on that uh, that type of that type of dark, saturated, muted color palette that it feels like it feels. It, like it's supposed to, it feels dirty. It feels filthy. It feels voyeuristic. It feels as though yeah. we're not really supposed to be seeing this like that. And, you know, they kind of jump in between They jump in between like high quality movie and then lower quality streaming, that kind of thing. And, you know, it, it brings about a little sense of realism and everything that, that they do. They don't shoot the whole movie like that. If they shot the whole movie like that, it wouldn't work as well. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's done the movie is done to a polish that is that is perfect for the film. It's not done it's not overly saturated and overly real looking, and it's not done like a found footage film. It's just like we 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 said in the beginning of the episode, this kind of and you just re and you said it a couple minutes ago talking about it it being a, a date movie or a couple film. It kinda it's right in the middle. It rides right in the center of uh, a couple yeah. different sub genres of horror.
1: It's a difficult mark to hit as well, right? Yes. Like it's a difficult. A lot of bounce, people try, so... but this is a very yeah. difficult oh, movie. Bro, to like back. they try it every year around this time. <laughs> like there's going to be movies <laughs> yeah. where they're like their only job was to make a movie that men and women want to come watch. And like every year they seem to fuck it up. But I yeah. don't, with the amount of budget they have, like, I don't know, like, i don't know the blow must be really good (laughs) like because like these guys are churning out some shit, and you're just like what the fuck happened you know what i mean like i i don't get it especially with the guys who are like vetted in it as well you know i mean understand it i just like with anything i think you get in that process of churning out the same thing like you have that reputation of course like if you made something great you are gonna make something shit as well. Like oh, yeah. it just is. It's that. It's that parallax, isn't it? Like it just is what it is. Like if you've it, you know that's the variable, isn't it? If you can do anything well at one point, you'll do it bad. <laughs> like you <laughs> exactly. know what I mean? Like it just. Um, but no, yeah. It's a fucking, It's a. It's a really fun film, man. I, I I knew I knew when I sent that to you. I was like, when I sent you like uh, Descent into Darkness, I was like. You know, I, I I think you'll dig that. But like when I sent that one, I was like, I know he'll like that. Cause it's just like, it just touches on all everything. It's got all the stuff that you need. Yeah. Like maybe not to the full extent, but to at least the bare minimum of like what a horror movie needs. It's like it like, like baking a cake. It just has all the ingredients that we need. Oh yeah. To be no,
0: like, exactly a good
1: cake, right? Like
0: it's a fucking good cake, man. <laughs> Yeah. but uh, we highly highly recommend you all, all the movies that we're going to go through on this list we highly recommend you you go see again the list itself the physical list of the movies that we're going to be talking about they're going to be in the show notes uh, they might grow I don't know we might add to the list uh, there, yeah there I might
1: have be something I have two more I have two more that I want to add I'll, right. I'll bring them up right now one of them is called dark song which was one of my maybe comes into one of my favorite horror movies of all time is how much i enjoyed it um it's very different Um, i believe it's called a dark song that's what the missus said it was called it was a long time ago i watched it but it was really um different but not not just different it was also good um and the other one i was thinking about it just then and it has slipped my mind because Dark Song completely distracted me. But um, yeah, there's one other one in there that I want to add. I want to say it was a found footage. I can't remember off the top of my head what the fuck that was. It's weird. My brain just my brain just kind of bled.
0: Nah, yeah, yeah, no, I feel that. Well, it'll be my brain.
1: Bled blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you smell toast or? Do you taste ice cream? <laughs> I just taste beer, my friend. <laughs> okay, well, that's that, that's all. Well, we'll leave that. Uh, we'll leave that for uh, for per- perhaps next episode. We'll figure that one out. But um, we we in the show notes and everything, we'll leave uh, leave the the list there so you can, like I said last episode, so you can either watch ahead or watch along with us. Um, we're gonna have some socials in there uh, as well. Maybe they're there already. I don't know. Uh, we will get away for you guys to communicate with us so we want to hear what you guys think about the movies that we're, that we're watching, maybe suggest some that we should watch and uh, just, uh, thank you guys for listening to us rant about movies, this is really cool that there's people out there that are, uh, that are wanting yeah. to hang with no, us again,
1: we could just take a moment for everyone who has dared to even listen to this I really appreciate it because um, as much as we appreciate that me and Jason would do this anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like totally. This is like pretty much what we would do. So, like, if someone's getting something from this, or you're sat there thinking like, "What should I what, Like, especially for October here with what we're doing currently, like, I, I am really kind of like pumped off the fact because I know that feeling of like not having anything to watch and then suddenly getting a prospect of being like, I'm going to watch that. Like, I love that feeling. And so like, if I can give, we can give that feeling to someone else, that feeling of like complete abandoned hope to be like, I'm going to watch that fucking film. Like, I love that feeling. And so we can disperse that. I will be happy with what we've done. Um,
0: we will yeah the
1: aftermath of watching descent into darkness i don't want to hear about you keep that to yourself <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, to yeah,
0: yeah that's uh yeah that that one there not not too much fun next week uh we're gonna keep it paranormal and uh that's all i'm gonna say and uh i love you guys and we'll we'll see you next time what do you got anything for the people so, war
1: um kiss me on the lips <laughs> no, um, no, a oh. uh, yeah. He's, Just that uh, he's
0: English, ladies. It's,
1: it's John Danver, leather daddy, <laughs> like whatever. The, <laughs> like mind the
0: gimp, mind the gimp.
1: No, um, no, thank no, thank you for listening, and uh, I, I hope you guys have a great uh Halloween month. And we're gonna keep trying to churn out stuff that's gonna keep you entertained and hopefully, shitting
0: your pants, yeah, shitting
1: your. Your little panties there, but um, that's it,
0: right on. See you guys.